Good day and welcome to Partakers and to our series, Aha! Heroes and Heretics Abound. Together we are looking at the story of the church, the exciting story from the church's very beginnings through to the age of reasoning in the 18th century. Last time we looked at the rise of a new religion, some would say threat, coming towards Christianity, the new religion of Islam. Today we will discover the church in Britain reaching out into Europe. We're now in the year 597 AD of our journey throughout church history. Augustine, that great man, has returned to Britain. Here is an example of how Augustine helped establish Christianity in England. We take this excerpt from Bede's Ecclesiastical History of England. Some days after, Ethelbert, the King of Kent, came to the island of Thanet and sitting in the open air, ordered Augustine and his companions to come and hold a conference with him. They came endured with divine power, not with magic power. They came bearing a silver cross for their banner and the image of our Lord and Saviour painted on a board and chanting litanies. They offered up their prayers to the Lord for the eternal salvation, both of themselves and of those to whom and for whom they had come. When they had sat down, in obedience to the king's commands, and preached to him and his attendants there, presenting the word of life, the king, Ethelbert, answered like this, Your words and promises are fair. But because they are new to us and of uncertain importance, I cannot consent to them so far as to forsake that which I have so long observed with the whole English nation. But because you are come from far as strangers into my kingdom, and, as I conceive, are desiring to impart to us those things which you believe to be true and most beneficial, we desire not to harm you, but will give you favourable entertainment and take care to supply you with all things necessary to your sustenance. Nor do we forbid you to preach and gain as many as you can to your religion. Accordingly, Ethelbert gave them an abode in the city of Canterbury, which was the metropolis of all his dominions, and, as he had promised, besides supplying them with sustenance, did not refuse them liberty to preach. So Christianity in England was starting to flourish and grow. However, following the death of Gregory the Great, the European church was starting to decline, and decline rapidly. There were three major reasons for this. There was the growing threat of Islam. There was the decline in morality, spirituality, and intellectualism. And there was an interference by uh, the secular powers, the governments within the church. However, not all was lost. There was help at hand. God was at work in his worldwide church. People were being sent from Britain to Europe to reintroduce the gospel there and re-found the church. These missionaries brought with them Roman Catholic organization and order. Here are just two examples of many of the British missionaries 
helping to re-establish Christianity in Europe. First ones we have are the Celtic missionaries from Ireland and Wales. Many missionaries went out to Europe. They adopted a roving style of ministry, not settling down in one place to give their ministry a solid foundation. For example, Columbanus from Ireland founded many monasteries in France and Italy in the year 590 onwards. This is from his writings. We Irish, though dwelling at the far ends of the earth, are all disciples of St. Peter and St. Paul. We are bound to the chair of Peter, and although Rome is great and renowned, through that chair alone is she looked on as great and illustrious among us. On account of the two apostles of Christ, Peter and Paul, you are almost celestial, and Rome is the head of the whole world and of the churches. And our second example is that of Boniface, 680 to 754 AD. Boniface was sent from England to Frisia and Germany to spread the good news of Christianity, to re-establish Christianity and churches there. Boniface is known as the Apostle to Germany following extensive missionary work in Bavaria, Turinga and Hesse. He was appointed Archbishop of Germany in 732. In the year 754, however, he was killed in Frisia for his Christian faith. The results of his work are long-standing. Before Boniface had penetrated central Germany with the gospel, Christianity had not advanced very far there. When Boniface arrived, it was a region dominated by pagan religions and wilderness. Boniface was a great orator. He was known for his preaching and his oratory skill, and as a result the region opened up quickly to Christianity. Churches were planted quickly, and Boniface's mark on the German church would resonate down through history, well into the Middle Ages, as we shall see. Well, that's it for this time. Next time in our series, Aha, we will return to look at the Holy Roman Empire, or what there was of it, looking at, amongst others, Charles Martel and Charlemagne. Thanks for listening. Come back to Partakers, www.partakers.co.uk, where every day there is something new to encourage your walk as a Christian in the 21st century. See you later.